Hello, thank you for listening to this podcast, which is a talk for the 6th of June 2021, the Sunday after Trinity, and comes from the Northmore Tea Ministry in Devon. I'm Stephen Cook, and the passage is from 2 Corinthians, beginning at chapter 4, verse 16. So we do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure, because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, if indeed, when we have taken it off, we will not be found naked. For while we are still in this tent, we groan under our burden, because we wish not to be unclothed, but to be further clothed, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. A couple of years ago, I ran a series of open discussions in the Devonshire Inn in Stickle Park. One week the subject was, what happens when we die? We had a series of questions spread out on the table and people could take one they fancied and either ask it or answer it. One question was, are you afraid of death? One person said she was absolutely terrified because she couldn't really believe there was anything beyond it. Another said he had a few concerns about what might happen, but being dead didn't really worry him at all. And we had every combination in between. It was interesting because it's not a question people often ask each other, even in a pub after a few beers. We're a bit more open than we used to be, but it remains one of the great taboo subjects of our time. It happens to everyone, but we don't like to talk about it. Well, St Paul wasn't afraid of dying, as we heard in that reading. In fact, in another place he says that he can't wait for it to happen, but he knows he still has work to do. For me to live is Christ, to die is gain, he says. And in that passage he says, And so we do not lose heart, even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. We do not lose heart. I can think of a lovely old lady who was very bent over with age and not able to walk very far. She had lost her husband some time before. Her eyesight was failing and she was on umpteen pills a day for everything from blood pressure to eczema. It's no fun getting old, she said to me. But she was a lady of faith. Her body was bowed, but her trust in God was undimmed and she was positively looking forward to the time when she would be reunited with her husband. She felt she had done all she wanted to do and she was ready for the next stage of the journey, whenever that happened. And sure enough, a while ago, it was my privilege to take her funeral. There's a lovely prayer in the modern wedding service when, having prayed for the couple and their home and their family, we pray that they may come at last to the end of their lives with hearts content and in joyful anticipation of heaven. I don't think you can ask anything more of life than that. We don't lose heart because although outwardly we are wasting away, inwardly we are being renewed.
It's possible if you work very hard at it to stave off the effects of getting older. You can live healthily, you can eat well, you can exercise regularly, stay off the smokes and the booze. And all those things are good things to do and I highly recommend them, but it's temporary. Sooner or later, age catches up with us. But inwardly, we can know renewal and new strength. However old and decrepit on the outside, inside we can be fit as an athlete. In fact, as we slow down on the outside, maybe we can find the time we needed for our spiritual exercises. It's important to emphasise that because older people sometimes feel they're too old to change, too old for new ideas. Rubbish. It's easier when you're older because you have more opportunity to focus on the life within you. Lengthy old age is an elite training ground for heaven. You can offer more time, more love, more wisdom, more prayer. You can ask God to renew you day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. St Paul's slight momentary affliction was quite something. He was abused, beaten up, imprisoned, lashed within an inch of, within an inch of his life, shipwrecked and starved. And yet he says, if you put all that in the scales, it wouldn't even register against the overwhelming weight of the glory God has in store for us. Funny word, glory. I'm never quite sure what it means, but it has to do with being caught up into God. And in the end, that is the main thing the Bible says about what happens when we die, that we will be with the Lord forever. Paul had this overwhelming sense that the glory he had glimpsed on the road to Damascus, which had blinded his outer eyes and opened his inner ones, was just the merest glimpse of something indescribable. That what we now see as a pale reflection on a mirror, we will one day see face to face. We don't look to what can be seen, but to what cannot be seen. I understand that the stars, the planets, and all the known universe are reckoned to make up only about 6% of all that is. 94% of the universe is made up of dark energy or dark matter. Now don't ask me to explain it, but apparently that is the case. Maybe it isn't a very good analogy, but we also believe that beyond this world that can be seen and heard and smelled and touched and tasted, there is vastly more that cannot be reached in those ways. If we imagine that the world is only made up of what we can see, we will miss so much. But because we believe that there is so much more to life than the physical, the diminishment of our physical bodies does not cause us to lose heart. We are more than that. We don't look to what is seen, what is passing away, but to the unseen eternal reality that lies behind. For we know, he says, that when we die, we swap a tent for a house. I had a Nigerian friend who thought it was completely bizarre that English people chose to abandon their homes for a week and go and live in a tent. I have to say, I now share his opinion. My camping days are well behind me. Paul was a tent maker and his ancestors, of course, were tent dwellers and nomadic people. That is the analogy he's making here. We're in a temporary home. Our bodies are like tents which cannot last forever. But our real home, our permanent home, is with God in heaven. When this tent we're living in is destroyed, we'll be given our permanent home. We will be with the Lord forever. And it will be as much better than this, than this home as a luxury hotel is to a little two-man in a soggy field. 
It isn't much fun getting older, but we don't lose heart. We may be wasting away on the outside, but inside we're being renewed in the image of our Creator. That doesn't happen automatically. There are plenty of older people who just get older. But as Isaiah says, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is not just a message for older people. Paul was probably in his 40s when he wrote it, which would have been getting on a bit in his time, but not ancient. Even young people can question what the point of life is when nothing lasts forever. Everything passes, everyone dies. In fact, if you read the book of Ecclesiastes in the Old Testament, you will see those thoughts rehearsed. Everything goes round and returns to the place it started. It's all pointless. And into that council of despair, the Christian faith brings this message of hope. Yes, this world is passing away, but beyond lies an eternal world, which we only catch the occasional glimpse now, but which we will one day see in all its fullness and glory. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory that is beyond all measure, for we look not to what is seen, but to what is unseen. May God refresh us and inspire us to seek that inner renewal which is God's purpose for all of us, so that we can get to the end of our lives with hearts content and in joyful anticipation of heaven. Amen.